0: We are in a mental health crisis of epidemic proportions. Rates of addiction, mass violence, and suicide are rampant. This data is evidence of the failures of both society and mental health treatment. Today, we're talking to Dr. Sadir Gad, and I just couldn't be more thankful for his saying yes to coming to talk to us. Heartlifters, I am so committed this year to bringing intelligent, remarkable conversations to the table that help us grow our emotional and mental intelligence, which will lead to our spiritual health and maturity. Dr. Sudhir Gad, MD, is a board certified psychiatrist with a private practice in Union Square, New York City. He's also a commander in the U.S. Navy Reserve and the medical director for the Center for Recovery and Wellness. Dr. Gad offers progressive psychiatric care that combines medication and therapy to help patients identify the core issues contributing to their mental health conditions. After completing his undergraduate degree at New York University in New York City, he earned his medical degree at St. George's University Medical School. He went on to his residency at the State University of New York At Stony Brook, where he received the Stephen Samick Award for Compassionate Care. Following residency, he worked as an attending at Bellevue Hospital Center and taught pharmacology at the New York University School of Medicine, both in New York City. He's a member of the American Psychiatric Association and is also a psychiatrist at the New Life School for Special Needs Children in the Bronx. I was most interested in having Dr. Gad. Come talk to us today about the heart of a psychiatrist, because a great deal of my work as a board-certified life coach is to triage people and to help them access the proper mental and medical care necessary for their healing. I like to say that I come alongside them and put, put tennis shoes on and help them find all of the places and spaces where they can receive authentic, real help in their lives and psychiatry is definitely one major aspect of that and it's one that frustrates me personally on in a great way because it's very hard to find a psychiatrist who not only will give you pills but who will give you skills and that is what Dr. Gad is all about and I was also curious because I've always been curious in alternative medicine and on alternative ways and holistic ways of uh, becoming our healthiest self. and he is doing immense research on the possibilities of low lithium in use for our mental and emotional well-being. So this is going to be a very enriching conversation. it's it's a little different than the ones we normally have here, but it's vitally necessary. So I invite you to create some space. And have a very open mind when you listen to our conversation. And we both are inviting you to ask questions. Questions are how we learn. I want us to enlarge our sphere of understanding in how to help not only ourselves, but those in our spheres of influence and those beyond. Sometimes the story we tell ourselves is not really true. Sometimes the story others tell about us is not really true. Here on today's Heart Lift with Janelle, we are going to learn how to rewrite our story. So pick up your favorite pen and journal, grab a cup of something delicious, and start your heartlifting journey towards living a meaningful life. Hello and welcome to today's Heartlift with Janelle. We are starting 2023 off with a bang and a big dose of expertise and intelligence because we have with us today, Dr. Sudhir Gad. So thrilled that you're here with us today. This is a huge welcome. Uh, when I read all of your brilliance on your site, which of course I will give to everyone, I had a million questions. And primarily one that I wanted to bring to the table, because Dr. Gad, finding a really solid psychiatrist is not easy. And that's what you are. So I first wanted to ask, how did you come into this world of psychiatry? Why why did you choose psychiatry?
1: Uh, I just wanted to be a doctor at first, and I knew that from a very young age when I saw my pediatrician and uh, (laughs) really was enamored by her in in a reverence kind of way. You know, she was an elderly German woman uh, who was very competent and firm and fair. And, you know, she, she wouldn't hold me down for the immunizations. She had others do that for her, (laughs) but I respected that. And and I also certainly was just, uh, Intoxicated, maybe by the immediate credibility that she had with her white coat oh, and her yeah. authority, that she could even override my parents. Right. Then I read some Peanuts books about the body and I was hooked. I was like, you know, this is an unending mystery what's inside and what we are in mm-hmm. relation to what is outside of us. I want to know everything about this. Mm. So, you know, I, I went to medical school and then. I was uh, on in New York City on uh, September 11th, uh, 2001, oh. uh, on my first day of rotations, and that was, you know, of course, start to finish, a day that, when we uh, look back, those of us who are there don't forget. And right. you know, on that day, I realized that I was doing more counseling and sort of soft science and care than I was anything else, and. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, it, it, it was formative, and it, it further reinforced that uh, I was most interested in a place where l- more was to be learned,
0: mm-hmm. way beyond the scope of the external or the body, right? Yeah. And the integration yeah. of all the the body and the mind, and that's what draws me to you as well. It's that's what makes you special. I would say, in your approach to psychiatry, is different. Share us. Share with my audience. I've read about it, of course. Um, Your approach is unique, I feel like, in that it is an integration of either, say, body-mind or spirit-body-mind, but it's an integration. And I feel like that's what so many of my clients need a psychiatrist, but it is so difficult, it seems. Maybe I'm not plugged into the right stream to find someone like yourself who has a more holistic approach as well as you actually interact with your patients. It sounds like, and you get very involved. It's not just I'm here for 15 minutes. Here's my med. Bye-bye. See you again at the next med check. Fair statement.
1: Yeah, no, there's a lot in there to unpack. I think in in general, I I don't want to, you know, lionize, deify myself or anything. It's the method. Yes. Right. Now. And I and I mm-hmm. the, the method is open source, and I mm-hmm. want to teach it. And it's a really it's a privilege to come on here and talk to someone who does a great deal of healing on the preventative side, on the faith side. Yeah. Uh, and you know, assist and bridge, because yes. I always thought there was such a gap between there is a gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know me as a secular priest and uh, actual priests. You
0: know, between God and
1: Earth. Whereas sometimes I think they're both one and the same. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to try and understand better results. I was very frustrated with the results I was getting using the typical combinations of medications. Yeah, instead I was seeing. Yeah, I I was seeing people just get bags of medicine, Mm -hmm. interactions, what we call polypharmacy, Mm -hmm. uh, and still have. Results that were milk toast—you know, a term that is really just about uh, around World War II—it was feeble, it was yes. weak. The results, yes. and 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 so I said, "There's got to be something different." I also don't didn't want to continue to give intoxicating or addictive medicine, harmful medicine. For Thank example, you. benzodiazepines. Thank you. The the alcohol in a pill form, mm-hmm. the opiate of psychiatry right? And opiates have their place, of course, for pain course. temporarily. They're God-given. They're in the ground, right? Mm-hmm. From poppy seeds and such. But we can go too far. We've seen that. And I think we're going too far with the benzos as well, where we're giving people an immediate bomb for their anxiety or their panic or insomnia. But it comes at a cost. And it and it yeah. accrues in terms of uh, dementia risk and depression amplification and the difficulty in getting through anxiety so yes you know i was frustrated about giving those medicines as a blank check weekly or or, or trying to take them away excuse me monthly and trying to then take them away was oh the bane of my existence to try and talk patients out of not using something that they had become primitively connected to without
0: Uh, a doubt yes even if it's a placebo, which we know it's not, it was still a dependency.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and so interactions as well with alcohol or with opiates, so they became dangerous. So I said, you know, I think psychiatry is, is failing, but just, just based on statistics, it is. But I think it's also hard for psychiatry to succeed today when it's more and more difficult for people to economically Succeed,
0: right? Absolutely. So this
1: is the other part that I talk about a lot, which is Mm -hmm. you know it's a Sisyphean battle. I want to put a little wind at the back of someone, but I we're we're facing strong headwinds of a system that is against labor, a -hmm. system that is very pro you know one percent in terms of tax system, in terms of who we can trust in government, because Mm -hmm. they're really just financing their next campaign. That's so true. Look at your email box. Yes. You know, that so until mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. transparency there and trust there, just like I had when I was a doctor, I, mm-hmm. I didn't I, I have never taken pharma money. I never will. Mm, uh, but wow when I but when I was wow. getting free lunches yes. at, at residency, I liked it and then I realized, okay, that's actually soiling my white coat, you know, these tchotchkes mm-hmm. on me. So it was great when the residency board said, we're not going to have free lunches. You're going to have cold cuts every day. All right, that sucks. But I was happier with a Bic pen than I was with fancier pens. Wow, uh, so glad you're doing lunches. what you're doing. And it's the same. It's the same. Yeah. I think we, they can take their honor back too in Congress mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. say, we're going to have public finance elections. Yes. We're going to change the tax system so that purchasing power is different, so that we're not all working three jobs a day trying mm-hmm. to pay for basic needs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the macro that's side. A,
0: but that is a huge headwind that you is. just it talked is. about. It's a huge headwind. So thank you for acknowledging uh, it at least. We can't go deeper wide here, but we can at least acknowledge that that exists and that you can acknowledge that it was uh, a tempting part of wearing a white coat, I would think. Uh, I love that you initially said that when your German pediatrician walked into the room, there was an immediate sense of, oh, this is important. This woman is walking. Yeah, I get that. Like, I definitely get that but that there can be an abuse of that as well. And you acknowledge that. And I appreciate it.
1: Thank you for connecting it back. You're, you know, you're Mm -hmm. clearly your, your therapy ears are on. (laughs) uh, They are. (laughs) And that part of your brain is probably never (laughs) off. I haven't talked to someone this um, acute in a while, Mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm realizing things that were unconscious in me right here. We have a a German immigrant. Yes. Probably uh, Mm -hmm. educated, you know, when, Mm -hmm. and, Wearing a white coat, female, right? So female too. Doctor, I, I know, right? Exactly. So every you single she, thing. I was like, oh, yeah. My parents immigrants, also with names. Uh, Peppazin was her name, Doctor Pepezin, May she rest in peace. Mayshake. Impossible to name, to pronounce or spell, and you know, so everything against her in terms of, mm. and yet everything that is what America is great about. Yeah, she could come here and succeed and help others. That was very uh, powerful to me, and I think what she was wearing is sacred, and I don't think we oh, should I ruin it what is. is sacred.
0: Oh, I got chills right when you said it. I mean, tear- tearing up. I really am because I think it is sacred, and I think the the where you sit is sacred also. To be able to hold stories, you know, my father came home from Vietnam. We know now that he had PS- PTSD, but they certainly didn't know he would dive off his hospital bed thinking it was in a foxhole. Yeah. yeah. And I was, you know, 10 to 11 and 12 witnessing that going, what the heck? Alcoholic, you know, just what the heck? Who is this man that came home from that? Yes. So, and,
1: you know, as a veteran myself, I obviously mm-hmm. have great admiration and and I thank you for acknowledging that, that this is sacred. I look at it as it that, is. right? I look at that, you know, uh, my duty is to the person, but I always have the concept mm. in psychiatry, we call it an uh, ego observance, mm. right? It's, it's the camera yes. in the sky, right? It's <laughs> yes. uh, the eye in the sky. Uh, as for the, the, uh, that, that famous band, forgive me, I forget the classic rock band.
0: Oh God, I'm not the only one forgetting here too. Alan Parsons
1: <laughs> Project. <laughs> Yes, uh, But I think about who's watching me when I'm doing anything mm. with mm-hmm. a patient. And are my uh, mentors, ancestors going to be, you know, appropriately approving Proud. of this? Proud of Yeah. You. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Definitely. I, I love your consciousness of that, though. That is what I'm saying to me is rare. And I'm really grateful that you are here. So one of the other things that really brought me, well, there were many, but I recently lost a client to suicide. It was my first. I'm not a psychiatrist, neither am I, you know, a clinical psychologist, which might happen before I pass on in this world. But it rocked my world. It really did. And he was in the service, 19-year-old young man. I read your accounts of three patients, I think it was that you said. And that was uh, another marker. You know, your German pediatrician was a marker. I like to call those spiritual markers. Those are things in our life that show up that go, that are just hint, right? They hint to where we're gonna be guided to go and be. And so this was a marker for me, a transitional piece that I'm sitting with. And so I think that's what led you on the journey you're on now. But if you wouldn't mind sharing How did that affect you? And perhaps your insights on that, even on suicide, like perhaps how we can be more alert about it, aware about it, and as helping professionals hone in a bit more.
1: Uh, I'll tell you that the first time it happened, uh, I was working uh, at Bellevue and I was seeing patients Mm. privately and this was a private patient that had been referred to me, and uh, he had a severe cocaine addiction, oh. and he also had sexual trauma. So he was medicating yes. the pain of the trauma, right? And I always talk about yeah. addiction as
0: mm-hmm.
1: almost always a response, rather than something innate. So you're either medicating pain or emotional pain, or even inattention and frustration about mm-hmm. difficulties in achievement. So.
0: Could I add there though, it also could be like a, an attachment issue. Like if you're, if you haven't come into the world with secure attachment, Mm -hmm. at least this is my premise. You're just always going to be hunting and searching to be filled, to be seen, to be heard, to be loved, to belong to. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I think that attachment, you know, falls into the big umbrella of emotional pain, right? Is to not have those connections and and predictability at home. Uh, and I have some patients who, who I say, well, is there trauma? And I and I go through a few different examples and they say no. And then they later tell me <laughs> that they've never known their dad. Is I that know. Is. The, the absence is in in a sense, uh, a neglect of trauma, right?
0: Without, uh, yeah, absolute living without a, a strong, stable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, you know, and to make it short, I that <laughs> night, I went to Mm -hmm. bed, and I had one of the worst and most memorable dreams I've ever had, this nightmare of someone slipping off a ledge, and I couldn't hold on to them, Mm -hmm. and the next morning when I walked into my office at Bellevue, Uh you know, it's a Monday, it's going to be a tough week, it's a Mm -hmm. war zone of sorts, Mm -hmm. and you 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 leave as victorious as possible, but bloody and bruised on Friday, and... As I sit down, I get a phone call that that night that he had hung himself. Mm. Uh, and, and I was broken for a yeah. long time about that. But, yeah. you know, I also knew that, you know, I blamed myself. I was angry at him. Mm-hmm. And, and yet I knew that I had given him some chances but perhaps not enough. I had not prescribed what mm-hmm. I think I would have prescribed now, which right. is low, which is low dose lithium. I which would is have, what? Where we
0: were going? Yeah, we yeah, want to talk and,
1: about that. Uh, you know, I had given him some medicines that were standard antidepressants, but he needed more protection.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, you know, I, I knew then that he had my number certainly, and I had reached out to him. Mm-hmm. But maybe I could have reached out more. You know, mm-hmm. and despite that, uh, I tried and I had prescribed and I. He was in touch with two people. He went. He went off the grid. He went into the the woods somewhere, and this is what happened. And so it it made me realize that how powerful sexual trauma is specifically. It's
0: so uh, it's such a betrayal, and uh-huh. so uh,
1: such a high risk. Mm-hmm. How powerful addiction plus that can be. I'm glad
0: you're saying and bringing that to the table because I I have quite a few clients that have that. So, history. so those
1: are the markers, right? When you mentioned Th- those are the markers. How do we know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. By looking at someone, but I know if oh. they tell me they've had this, that you are in the red zone yes. until you start taking some of the treatment that will bring you down into the yellow zone. And I don't know if you're ever going to get to the green zone.
0: Without a doubt. I Thank you for saying this. This is so affirming on, on a professional level, but also um, on just so many levels.
1: Yeah. So, so that means that we have to do more on the prevention side. We than, do. You know, the people who have become or have been sexually betrayed and harmed as children, right? Such a terrible thing. I'm a, I'm a father of two. You know, <sighs> to, to even think about, you no. know, um, my, my <laughs> kids, you know, going through something like that is, it, it enrages me It to, oh, to, without a, a, doubt. to a, a very dark place. Yes. But what I know is that if you've had this happen to you, it, there's a chance that you may betray someone else. Mm-hmm. And it's important that you get that treatment or that we offer that treatment yeah openly to people who have uh, who have had this so that we can improve how you turn that energy constructively instead of destructively
0: yes i'm trying not to scream and shout because as you and i were talking beforehand i come from a faith based tradition right and and what enrages me these people are churched people they are people who say they follow the ways and teachings of Jesus the they would qualify themselves as quote unquote a Christian who have heard probably a million sermons been in a thousand Bible studies of course I'm being a and you know hyperbole here maybe some of the women are my age you know and I'm like I would have never known that. I know myself how high-functioning I am and how good I am at living behind my smile. We're all, and especially now in the social media age, we are all living behind uh, quite a few facades. So I'm just grateful that you are coming and, and speaking to it. And I want my community to please hear Dr. Gad and if you in your life have experienced or maybe you're tripping over subconscious things that,
1: you, you
0: know, you can't understand, get the help you need today. Reach out and ask, especially if you've experienced sexual trauma. So,
1: so you know, to talk about what that help is and how to really do yep. that, I frequently yep. analogize to the physical uh, and that would be that if you traumatized an arm or, gosh, you know, even worse, a car accident or something, first you'd get setting of broken bones. You'd you get cooling. You'd, you'd use ice <laughs> on swollen areas, right? You would. Compression, ice, rest it. Then ice. Mm-hmm. you would rehabilitate it. And we first want to not inflame it with things like alcohol or even, believe it or not, too much cannabis, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to... Feel safe. We want to not inflame it, Mm -hmm. your memories, that is, with these intoxicants. And then we want to find closure by reclaiming.
0: Yes. I love you say that. I love when you talk about reclaiming. You know,
1: rehabilitating physically is akin Mm -hmm. to reclaiming mentally. Yes. Uh, And and I think that requires, you know, an equation is blame plus forgiveness, right? Mm -hmm. That you can, you can. Say what you have to say as to who hurts you and why and be honest about that. Mm-hmm. But find a way to forgive them because it's likely that they displaced it upon you unknowingly without their own treatment. Because if, okay, yeah. as you mentioned, if Jesus mm-hmm. can forgive the very people who mm-hmm. crucify him and mm-hmm. castigate him and demean and, and, and destroy right. him slowly mm-hmm. and eventually completely, mm-hmm. then that is how we honor him is by being able to forgive the people that hurt us, but we can still be honest about the fact that they hurt us.
0: We have to be honest. That's the thing. Like we know it's proven. If you do not bring that into the present and make meaning of it, we have to make meaning of it. Something that I've sat with these women and these men and it's like, I can't make meaning of this with you, but we're going to try. So that we can then write, as we would say, consolidated in our, our memory, get it out of that amygdala, get it out of that fight, flight, freeze so that it can rest in the hippocampus and it can just be our story.
1: Uh, and and look, I think it's, it's, it's been easier for me to talk with guys about this by keeping it more logical than emotional.
0: Yes. By making it
1: more physical than mental. You mentioned the amygdala, mm-hmm. right? And Uh, That is more or less that fear zone, dead center in the brain. And when it's activated, it stays hot. Hot as fire. Mm -hmm. Right. And every experience you have after touches that, it's more oil on that fire. And it gets hotter and hotter. And it it thinks that it has to stay hot to survive because it is in a war zone. But it's taking away from the rest of the brain. Because the brain is an electrical organ. There's only it sure so is. much electricity <laughs> that, it, that can course left to right, up, down, inside out, and then downwards. If it's clustered, it's like a traffic jam of electricity. Mm,
0: I love when, yes. Right?
1: So uh, you know, a roadway or a network of highways, what's the point if everyone is log jammed into one zone? Mm-hmm. You know, It's better when it's free flowing, right? This is yes. a functional city. Mm-hmm. Your brain is not functioning well when it's too hot in the middle. That's it. And that's where I I started to talk about, you know, what is physics? What is physical? What can we use that maybe is different? Mm
0: -hmm. And I realized different approach. Yeah.
1: The people who were being treated with lithium for bipolar disorder Mm -hmm. were doing better than people who were not being treated with lithium for bipolar disorder. It was the best treatment for them. It is the best treatment for imminent suicidal risk. So I thought to myself, why can't we use a little less for someone who doesn't have that diagnosis? They haven't had a manic episode, but they're committing suicide in a slow motion manner. Yeah, They are drinking themselves slowly to death. They are cutting themselves even. They're punishing themselves. They're putting themselves in tough situations that they can't get out of. Mm -hmm. Or they have suicidal thoughts, but don't Mm -hmm. have bipolar. Why can't we use less than the standard? Because I also don't want to give them the side effects of the standard amounts. And maybe I don't want to do lab work every month because that's going to be a barrier to treatment. Yeah. So I started to use less and I realized it was working clinically right in front of me. And then I also realized it was already talked about, but it was not taught to us because lithium costs nothing. It's pennies. Ah. And so you don't hear commercials about iodine or fluoride. (laughs) Right.
0: <laughs> Just have it highlighted, underlined in my my research and study for this time. It's like, where did that come to you? Like I'm so curious. Just what was this? It makes me think of George Washington Carver back in the day when they couldn't get crops to grow and he locked himself away in a workshop for seven days. Seven days. He locked himself away to get this, to find out why is this not working? And all of a sudden, call it God, call it whoever you want. It, it was like, look at the peanut. Just look at the peanut. I love that story. I love it. So I feel like, where were you when you had a, look at lithium, moment, low-dose lithium. Where were you when you had that moment?
1: I I was probably, you know, in the equivalent of locked away, which is in a windowless office in Bellevue, you know, looking at charts and looking at options. And, you know, I was there overnights at times and, uh, you know, late as well. A lot of good things happen in sheds, right? You know, so, <laughs> <I do. laughs> uh, in terms of deep thinking, so yeah. But, but this work. is also, this is also nothing that I have discovered. It's, it's a rediscovery, it is. And it's I've been looking it's at the putting, timeline,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it is yeah. then putting all of my credibility onto this yeah. and saying, guys, we need to look at this further mm-hmm. and we need to see how low can we go safely. And where, where is the continuum? Where's the spectrum of how much lithium we need at times and don't need yeah. at all? Frankly, we need it. Everyone mm-hmm. has it already in them. It's in the earth. It's in rocks. It started the Big Bang. You talk about starting <laughs> the year with a bang. It started that because it was hydrogen, helium, and lithium. That is the dust that ignited. It's the dynamite that ignited the entire universe. So
0: just calm down all of my faith-based people who do believe in the creation story. We can entertain this. We can entertain this. We Absolutely are expanding synergized. our thoughts. I love that those three elements were initially there. That's phenomenal. Wow.
1: And then you bring it to where it is in the earth mm-hmm. and wherever it is in water, yeah. in terms of spring water, in terms <sighs> of deep springs. In terms of places that are stripped now, it used Mm -hmm. to be in Saratoga Springs. It's still in Athens, Georgia, Lithia Springs, which is a Native American sacred site, and they sell lithiated water from there.
0: Want to go? Want to get some?
1: (laughs) You can get some. Uh, I'll tell you that I bottled some (laughs) in West Texas uh, and call it third element water. It is remarkable. It's making
0: me think when I went to Frog, okay, we my daughter and I went to Prague and then we went up to Ersky Broad where my maternal side is from. I'd have to look up in our charts and pictures, but there was this place that we went to that was amazing, but you could fill your, could drink this water. And I felt incredible. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, I'm going to have to research if it was Lithia. There
1: there are springs in Germany near Baden-Baden. There are springs in Denmark. In Greece, of course, where Galen, mm-hmm. the founder of medicine, would take his patients to. Yes, All God. of those are lithiated springs, okay? And when you look at the latest research replicated globally, those regions also have lower rates of suicide, yeah. homicide, crime, Alzheimer's, oh. psychosis. This so is it is brain protective. Mm-hmm. You know, at, Brain protective, I like that. Mm-hmm. How People ask how. What, how does it work? Right. Yes,
0: tell us, please. And so I, I,
1: can, I can tell you the physics concept of moving electricity. Yeah. That, We're that doing is, the
0: short that, circuit here. Know, because- a scientist
1: would say that's not that's poetry, that's not prose. But the enzyme is called GSK3, right. glycogen synthetase kinase 3. Now, you can look that up. And the importance of that is that we have more of that as we age. We need it early. It prunes neurons. It's our gardener. Okay, it's our neuron gardener. And you need it when you're young because your neurons are overgrown. They're like weeds Mm -hmm. and you got to clip them and you have too many connections and you get, God forbid, schizophrenia. So you need that enzyme to create a beautiful hedgework and -hmm. pattern, okay? But as you age and you have less REM sleep as well, the neuronal growth is less, but the gardener is still going at it. Yes. So- you want your gardener to go home in the wintertime. He's still clipping away. The lithium usage reduces the gardener's activity.
0: Ah. Oh, well so we alcohol. end up
1: retaining brain tissue as we age. That happens at the microdose level. So let's look at amounts, okay? Just to give you an idea of how much. Someone with bipolar disorder would mm-hmm. take about 600 to 1,200 milligrams of lithium carbonate per day which is about 200 milligrams of elemental lithium. Oh. What I recommend frequently to my patients, and I've studied this and I'll tell you about the the two studies. Yeah, I'm going to put
0: all the links to your studies in our show notes so everybody uh, can
1: look. Is 150 milligrams of lithium carbonate from the pharmacy. So not 600 to 1200, but about a 10th of that. Wow. Okay. 10% of that is about 20 milligrams of lithium elemental and finally if you wanted to go online and buy it over the counter you can do that that's why i say you you don't need to go to the greatest psychiatrist but the Mm -hmm. but the psychiatrist will get greater if they recognize the power of this Mm -hmm. because it's like trying to be a dentist without fluoride it's much harder but that product that you can get online might not be pure. That's my problem with it is that yes. you never not know what you're getting sometimes. That makes me but there are concerned. good companies out there, very mm-hmm. good companies that are vetted, that are successful, great mm-hmm. reviews. And those amounts are about one milligram of lithium elemental. Wow. Innocuous.
0: Okay? Right. At sure. one
1: milligram a day, at one pill a day. Mm-hmm. And what I founded was the lithium water from Texas. You can look it up, thirdelementwater.com. And now we have a powdered hypervitamin that you can put into any glass of water and it creates, you know, eight essential vitamins and minerals as per the CDC and a tiny bit of lithium that I know where it's from. It's from Minnesota. These guys are great. All made in the USA. Yeah. And so now I know what I, what to give to patients that don't want to take the prescribed version or just right. want the wellness side one.
0: Yes. Which is, <clears throat> excuse me, but I am also extremely Interested in, of course, I work with therapeutic great essential oils. I use them in healing trauma. It's amazing. It's, you know, but boy, it's considered woo-woo. Everybody thinks it's so oh, that it's, that can't be, you can't just breathe in these certain oils and do these certain things and it goes into your amygdala. So I get it. What you're bringing to us is, you know, it, it the frustration is why, you know, is it because of pharmacology? Is it because it is just so readily accessible? That you just beat your head against the wall because
1: I think it's dangerous to them. I think they would lose uh, a lot of money. Yeah, I think if you started to study this, yeah, uh, you would see how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. And I, what I tell people, and and even what I would tell people who depend on pharmaceuticals to make money, and and hospitals, mm-hmm. and such, and insurance companies, is that a healthy society benefits us all far more than you guys. Making money off of it yeah. because we're running out of money to take from them. We are, right. Okay. Uh, and, w- you know, fluoride didn't put dentists out of business. <laughs>
0: no, it didn't. We
1: can find a way to work together and move mm-hmm. on to new diseases and better ways to treat conditions. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is. This is about synergizing mm-hmm. something natural that we're seeing not just mental health effects from, but physical health effects.
0: Sure. From. Well, we're, you know, we're integrated, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So my my first study real quick was, you know, I went to an addiction treatment center. I said, guys, I want to use a, an array of vitamins and minerals. and also want to treat the causes of addiction. Let me do this. I'll show you better results. And they say, well, you're pretty passionate about this. Okay. Uh, we'll let you run with it. And also we were going to say yes anyway to you uh so i said we want your (laughs) help yes yes of course we want someone as enthusiastic about this so what i saw was that after Hmm. eight months we compared the before and after before i came and after i came and then also who took the lithium and what they what their outcomes were versus who didn't who said i i don't want to try this Mm -hmm. and i said okay the people who took the low-dose lithium, not only were they completely safe from any of the usual side effects that we get from lithium in terms of thyroid and kidney issues Mm -hmm. or heart issues, they were doubling their rates of completion as to how quickly they were ready for work, how Mm. quickly they stopped smoking. So everything that was self-destructive, they reduced. Losing weight because Mm -hmm. they weren't feeding themselves Healthy, uh, they weren't healthy, medicating healthy. with sugar mm-hmm. anymore. That's right. They were completing the program faster and then relapsing at half the rate. It was remarkable, and I which is what
0: you yep you purport I, I the backwards. behavioral change right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, I didn't look forwards and say okay, we're tracking each person. I looked backwards after eight months, and that's what it was. It's and we published that. So frankly, in in an addiction treatment setting, or if you're dealing with some sort of addiction, just adding this on. Is mm-hmm. going to give you that extra help. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the ice to your workout.
0: Yeah, the okay. compression it will help yeah, you. the rest.
1: Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. It will help you recover. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Then the second study we did was during COVID, because I knew that, you know, uh, lithium had antiviral effects. I'd been using it in HIV.
0: To improve,
1: you know, to improve viral load and CD4 count. So I would tell an HIV patient. Look, yes, of course you should take your tripla, your cocktail. Mm. Of course you should be safe. Of course you should avoid sharing needles. Let's not mm. transmit this. Let's not get any nosocomial illness, et cetera. But you have a higher risk of depression, suicide, and dementia. Yeah. So guess what? I got something that you don't have to worry about sexual side effects from, like mm. you have with so many antidepressants. Yes. You can use a tiny dose of this, which will also verifiably improve your CD4 count and your viral load they'd be okay with that because it's a two for one, no mm-hmm. side effects. Oh. Then I said, with COVID, there is data. And I looked this up before on lab studies and coronavirus one. Remember this was number Just two. One. Right? yeah. And so on the first one, there was data on lithium chloride and antiviral properties. I said, okay, mm-hmm. then this is, we should be using this as soon as someone Where, is positive. Was
0: this for my mama? Right. I don't exactly. know. I know.
1: I, I, and, and nor was it given in mm-hmm. hospitals when I've don't even get me started. Uh, or, I'll flip out. <laughs> but uh, the, you know, I gave it preventively to anyone who wasn't already on it. My practice is basically zero benzo, any low dose lithium plus, and of course okay. we use other antidepressants if we mm-hmm. need. We use stimulants, not a problem, mm-hmm. but conservatively. And then I said, there's this group in Spain that finally answered my frantic emails and LinkedIn messages. They said, sure, we would love to partner with a study for, with you. Wow. We're going to do two control groups, all of them have bipolar disorder. They're all about to be hospitalized okay. because they all have saturation rates below 93%. Okay. They're, this virus is killing them. So they're in the mm-hmm. hospital. One group, we're going to give a little bit of lithium in increments, 300, 600, 900 milligrams. This is not low dose. This is good dosing, mm-hmm. high dosing. And the other group, we won't, but they're going to get standard treatments that we they would anyway. Mm-hmm. Steroids, antivirals, right. oxygen, fluids, et cetera. In seven days, the lithium group was discharged.
0: Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness.
1: Discharged, walking out. Wow. Okay? Mm. The other group, the other 15, no, a few Not died. So a few are mm-hmm. still dealing with long COVID. But the, the genius of the study isn't in simply that measure. It's in the cytokines. You know, you heard about this term cytokine storm, mm-hmm. right? The cytokines are our green lights immunologically in the body that turn on to say, we need more, 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 more. help, 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 help. And, and, mm-hmm. and they just malfunction. Yeah. At, at some point, there's it's all green lights. And then your body is flooding itself with an immune mm-hmm. response. And that's what kills you. Right. These cytokines, all 18 that we measured with each dose of lithium got turned down a touch wow. each time. So it was not turned off like steroids do, Mm -hmm. which is dangerous in itself. It was mitigated. It was tailored down. Mm -hmm. It was like a light switch, not off, but a dial.
0: Like the dimmer. Mm -hmm.
1: The dimmer. And that's what I said, you know, this is, this is what I've been talking about as lithium because so much of illness is inflammation.
0: That's. Yes. And I was going to bring that up before we close because that's what I love about your work is inflamed, inflamed, inflamed. You know, I think of my all the conditions in my own body that are just inflammation, you know, and it's like help us. Where can we go on a very practical level today? Because I want to honor you and your time. Um and also honor this new information for my community, right? I I have got. 10 papers sitting around me that I'm highlighting yeah. and reading. This is new to me. This is as new to me as using therapeutic grade oils. This is as new to me as back in the day when I discovered homeopathic medicine for my three children and went on a holistic adventure with them, was criticized and was talked about and all of those things. So what can we do today? What can you leave us with that we can immediately maybe put into practice? Or
1: where well, first we... is to it's to see that it's- synergistic it's primordial it will enhance mm-hmm. the postmortial. <laughs> i don't know mm-hmm. if that's a word yeah. but it will enhance the compounds that the earth has created afterwards yes. so it will synergize well with relaxing oils the smell is very powerful it hits the amygdala right away it does okay the it goes right there i mean it's right the there that's Im- immediate right Seconds. that's why you can remember muffins and uh, a person okay <laughs> right. so it's safe mm-hmm. and it's, it's safe. going to enhance what you're already doing or whatever is holistic or the current medicines you take it isn't and or you if you're diabetic and you must yes you can you can take this mm-hmm. because it is not high dose lithium mm-hmm. it is to be searched as low dose lithium mm-hmm. It is to be searched as you know, natural low uh, or microdose, even if you want to search it that right. way. But if you search well, that's low what dose, the lithium, is. it's
0: microdose. Yes. It's, it's yes. tinctures, tinctures,
1: yeah. right? So it, if you look at it that way, the reflexive background that you're going to get from doctors potentially is, "Well, oh, that's going to hurt you. That's not safe." But you have to be able to share with them that. This is not what you think. This is at dosing that is undetectable in -hmm. blood. And or, you know, even over the counter where it's certainly uh, completely safe because it's already in water in some places. Those regions don't have higher rates of pregnancy issues or thyroid issues. Right. So I would say look up low dose lithium. You can Mm -hmm. go on to... You'll see my papers. See I other just people. want them to
0: go on your site. That's where I want them to start. <laughs> you, you'll see me
1: and you can go to third elementwater.com okay. where we have listed yep. papers. Okay. Right? We, I don't want to say that I'm cherry picking or that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a doctor hawking a product. I'm hawking a concept. You mm-hmm. can get this concept from your doctor. Not me. You don't have to go to me. Anyone can write this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get this product from a different, from an array of places. The number one selling water in China has lithium in it.
0: Wow, you are opening my eyes at such a time as this. I think seven it's critical. Up. Seven up.
1: What? Atomic mass of lithium is seven. That's what it was.
0: Oh well, I am around. gobsmacked, as our British folks would say. Hmm.
1: Bib label wow. lithiated lemon lime soda. This guy was a competitor to Coca-Cola at the time, mm-hmm. which had cocaine in it. Right? So
0: here we are. We'll to- here we are. Yeah. yeah. I want you to keep enough rage in the, inside healthy rage towards finding uh finding these responses. I also want to really just thank you for staying the course. I can't imagine life in Bellevue, you know, here you are with a family. I I I know how I'm working on secondary trauma in my own life, so I can't imagine, you know, how you, you're just called to do this, obviously. And I'm really grateful that you have stayed the course and I pray that you will. And, um, uh, before we leave, I do want to, I, I just noted on my, my notes, I love your concept of pills and skills. Yeah. <laughs> it just, that just makes me so happy. So, so happy. So I guess that is a, is what you would say you do basically is you, you work on pills, but you also have a heavy hand on the skill aspect of yeah. behavioral change
1: absolutely if we if okay. we're failing on prevention and yeah. it just makes our job so much harder as it clinicians does. when okay. we're not when we're leaving that vacuum mm-hmm.
0: and in the faith base to me i will I will close with this just because it's very something I hope I continue to have a healthy rage about in all the right ways that we don't just spiritually bypass these really significant mental and emotional Uh, traumas like sexual trauma and emotional trauma and childhood trauma i just hope we we can see and usher in a new age where we actually deal with things and that really wise people remarkable people like yourself continue to come into our path and help us i really appreciate you
1: my pleasure and you know uh, if i could just say one thing on the faith base uh the thing that pushes me is that, you know, whether you think uh, God gave us this planet or God is this planet, mm-hmm. uh, that it's a living super organism, uh, I think that our purpose is more clear now, especially after COVID, that our health, personally, population, and planetary, they're linked. They are. And I, I think our purpose is to not conquer the planet like in Genesis, <laughs> mm-hmm. but to embrace it and to be able to leave it when with with the noah's ark collection when it is incinerated by the sun in a billion years Mm -hmm. but why wait to the last minute to figure out how to do this we have to work together symbiosis Mm -hmm. is the key with ourselves balancing with each other Mm -hmm. as humans peacefully and humans with animals peacefully yeah then we can talk about mars
0: Well, thank you for that, because that is an (laughs) amen, my friend, for sure. You know, and that's nurture, isn't it? It's nurturing nature. It's nurturing one another. It's nurturing ourselves. It's nurturing those who are in our spheres of influence, which is what I pound the table over. It isn't complicated. And I think that's what I appreciate about your findings on, you know, low-dose lithium is that it is not complicated. And so it's almost like just too simple. It confounds the wise, you know, and it aggravates them and it makes them angry. And, but we're here this year, particularly. I am, I'm here to say it's just not that complicated, you know. So thank you. Thank you a million times over. Thank
1: you, ma'am, for, uh, for giving me a voice and for doing your, your uh, heroic work. And uh, (laughs) I think your, your family, you know, you haven't been, Uh, In the service like them, but you (laughs) you you fight just as hard. I have a moxie, uh, man. Sword of truth.
0: (laughs) I do have a sword of truth, and I have my mother's moxie. That is for sure. Um, I I definitely have. She was something else, and I want to be something else and leave an imprint that is going to be helpful. Many blessings. When's a book coming out? Just have to ask.
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm working on it. I mean, you don't Uh, have anything
0: else to do. Why not write a book?
1: I've got, I've got more papers that I've got to collaborate on before yes. I think I can slow down and write
0: yeah what do you do for joy Which what brings you great joy
1: oh these guys do they're my oh. family you see, right there.
0: oh my gosh oh I hope you have just so much joy with them this year Un- just surprising joy that just comes at you all from everywhere thank, thank you, you. Heartlifters, Dr. Gad has given us quite a bit to think about. It is my earnest desire to bring to you this year information that will raise our mental, emotional, relational, spiritual intelligence. And so I hope that this conversation has given you food for thought. And I would love, and Dr. Gad would love to hear from you, to have you ask questions. He's so willing to answer them. So please email me your questions at Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-L, at Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-L, R-A-R-D-O-N.com, Janelle at com. Please know that the medical and health information provided here in this conversation is for general information and educational purposes only, and it is not a substitute for professional advice. Accordingly, before taking any actions based upon our information today, we encourage you to consult with the appropriate professionals. We do not provide any kind of medical health advice. And if you would be so kind, please go to slash podcast. And leave a review of the podcast. It's so simple. Just scroll down to the bottom of the page and I give you the instructions. It just needs to be one or two sentences. I cannot tell you how critical that is for the spreading of this information worldwide. And our prompt for this this week's podcast is simple, pun intended. So there been a time in your life when something very simple was introduced to you that perhaps confounded the wisdom part of your brain or the rational, reasonable part of your brain. Like that's just silly or that's woo-woo or that's just crazy. How could that work? Something so simple. Like in 2019, when I found out about the use of therapeutic grade essential oils in clearing the limbic system of subconscious narratives, negative narratives and Trauma based incidences in your life that it clears them out and enables you to move into future freedom. The scripture is very clear that the simple things can confound the wise. So tell me about a time in your life when something so simple made all the difference. Meet me over in our private Facebook group, Stronger Every Day, and over on Instagram at Janelle Reardon where we'll keep this conversation going. Until next time, keep making room and space and saving energy to care for your heart. It really is the only one that we have. So take good care of it. Thanks for listening today. It was great having you here. For even more great content and resources, please join the Stronger Everyday Online Community at Always remember, you, my friend, have value, worth, and dignity.